What's up, everybody? It's the welcome to the show, CT. Dime a ver. What's up? What up, dog? Can you hear me? Absolutely. That's good to know, man. So this is like day I lost count. The other day, I thought it was Friday. It was really Saturday. Um, who knows anymore, man? What can we do? Uh, yesterday was announced that we're looking at another 30 days. At least. Of this uh, social distance, distancing. Um, so you guess you can add another month to baseball activities mm-hmm. as well. Another month of all other sports not starting up or ramping up activities. I don't know what to think, man. I know basketball players must be keeping themselves in shape, but you can't really simulate what a, what a season is like on any sport. Like You can't simulate that stuff in practice. So it's like when when things start coming back, baseball hasn't started yet, so it's like the beginning will be the beginning. But for, for the NBA season, man, do they just kind of throw this season away and start it at the – maybe start – have like a little preseason, just start the playoffs when time comes. I mean, I feel like that's what the NBA should definitely do. Um, in terms of baseball, I've seen players get creative with their training. I saw Vladdy Jr. playing Vidilla in DR in, the, in his backyard. Um, Joey Gallo was taking BP in his apartment. Hmm. Goes to show how much money guys like Joey Gallo makes. Um, you know, you saw Garrett Cole... Throwing with his wife the other day. God bless you, man. God bless you. I try to hold that sneezing so hard, man. So uh, should I be, should I be a should I be concerned? Nah, it's I I try to hold all my sneezes in so that you know snot rockets come out. Mm. Um, so you said Garrett Cole playing catch with his wife the other day, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. That isn't really, <laughs> you know, it's whatever. When people are like, okay. "Oh yeah, my girls that play catch." <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's whatever to me. Um, if it were, let's say, Xander Bogarts' wife, would you think differently? Is he married? I don't even know if he's married. I don't know. If it was Chris I, Sale and his wife, would you be like, no, oh, man. yeah. I think, I think I'm more attracted to a girl that enjoys baseball. And if she can play catch, cool. If she can't, again, it's like a toss-up for me. It doesn't do anything for right. me. Right. I don't know. I just want to let the audience know, whoever's viewing this out there in the world on YouTube, I'm looking down here every once in a while because CT's face for me is right here. So it's not that I'm ignoring you. It's that I, I want to look at this man's beautiful face. What are you, you, know, what are you going to do? Um, when I talk to someone, I like making eye contact. And right now, when I talk to the camera, I'm talking to myself and it's very awkward. But when I talk to CT, I'm not looking at the camera. So there's a problem, but it's okay. We're going to get through this together, guys. And I guess for me, I have to look... Kind of slight, slightly up, mm-hmm. but Manny's face is right in front of me, so ah, I it's see the difference. Okay, it's yeah. one of one of those kinks that we have to work out. And I just want to say something for what I said before. Yeah, if a girl can play catch and throw a baseball, cool. My whole thing is just it's not it's doesn't, not this like doesn't do amazing, anything for you. Yeah, it doesn't do it. It doesn't do anything for me. Fan of a baseball, fan of the sport of baseball is 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 good. Okay, all right. I mean. Yeah. Everybody has, you know, their preferences, and you don't like a girl that handles balls every once in a while. So that that's fine. That's okay. Um, yeah, hey, I can't be the only one out there, man. Someone has to back me up. <laughs> uh, all right. So, th- what has happened since the last time we talked? Um, the MLB and the Players Association came to an agreement 
where I guess the owners have agreed to pay the players $170 million in advance in case the, the season isn't going to get played. And that's going to get doled out to the highest paid player, highest paid players too, from my, from my understanding. Um, the other thing that came out was that MLB is floating the idea of potentially expanding the postseason for this year. If, if the season is shortened, what do you think about expand and an expansion of the postseason? Yeah, I think whatever you can save or salvage out of this season, I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. You know, I don't really, I think that no matter what happens, we're, something's getting lost in this season. We're either going to have a shortened, you know, amount of games, a longer version of the playoffs, maybe some stadiums won't even get visited this year, you know. So I, whatever we can do to get some baseball, man, I'm, I'm good for it. Yeah. I'm good with it. Good with it. And it sounds like with the government expanding the social distancing requirements for another 30 days, um, the soonest that we could probably have baseball is probably June because if, so, if we're socially distancing until May 1st, I think it was – I can't remember which GM it was. might have been Friedman from the Dodgers said that his players need four weeks to get ready. So if there's like a, a shortened four-week spring training, we're talking June 1st, the start of the season. You have June, July, August, September. That's four months of baseball. The players have agreed that they are, they're willing to play a, a doubleheader every week. Um, maybe you do something where – the second game is shortened as a seven inning game or something like that. I don't know to, mm-hmm. to lessen the stress. Um, maybe I you, know, I don't know. Maybe you don't implement those new rules that you were trying to implement this year. Cause you don't want that to be a problem to, to, to be that learning process. Sometimes it takes a little while. Like when they started instant replay, I don't know if you remember this, but they would take a long ass time to review the plays. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it's going to be a tough, a tough situation. I think that they're going to try to get baseball back because people are desperate for it. And um, the only problem that, that we're going to come across is if, if at some point the season does return, the NBA is going to be returning around the same time. You have MLB returning. You have golf. You have um, football will be right around the corner. Yeah, the, the draft, draft all there. that stuff. There's going to be so much content out there. And I'm wondering if people are going to be so tired of being holed up in their houses that they're just going to be out and, you know. I mean, I'll be watching. I love baseball. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be watching. I was wondering if if they're not able to pay these players salaries for this for the year and then these this money is guaranteed when they finally let's say it gets spread out across the rest of their career. Like let's say um Giancarlo Stanton's year for this year, he makes what like 30 mil? I think he makes year? less. Like I think cuz his prorated like he makes more later on in the contract yeah, all right so that money that that money that he's owed this year that he he's not going to get all of it this year the rest of it does he get it at the end of his contract does he get it spread out for the rest of the years does he get it next year and if so does that impact like the team uh salary like you know i don't think lo- i think that if you tax. don't play you don't get paid so i don't think yeah. that's why that's why they agreed to that 170 million dollar of front money and then if they play then the rest of it gets prorated into that well, let's say let's just paint a scenario where there's no baseball this season, right? Mm-hmm. Technically, they didn't lose a contract year, so they're they're owed that contract year, so they'll play that year. But then, does that mean that like, you know, Max Scherzer is a year older? Does the team have to stay with him an extra year? Where they, I don't think they probably so. Probably weren't planning on, and if so, then I mean, his money is deferred anyways. But for in John Carlos case, 
is he on the Yankees for the rest of the years on his contract or is he on the Yankees for the rest of the years that the age was supposed to be? And if he's owed that money, do they spread it out across the rest of his of his years? Do they give it to him in the next year? Do they give it to him at the end? Do they defer it? You know, how do, how would all this extra owed money impact the team's salary cap? I think that injury? if if Giancarlo Stanton was set to expire when he's like 35, I'm not sure. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I think that's when it's going to expire. I think that he doesn't get he's going to get credit for 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 service time. Mm-hmm. but he's not going to get the money for it because he didn't play. And I think they're doing that because of guys like Mookie Betts, who were set to become free agents next year. If they don't play, they're not going to hold him back one more year because he, he would have, you know, I would have yeah. caused a scene. I would have fucking been like, give me my fight. This isn't fair. You know what I mean? But see, then I'm thinking like when it comes to injury, it's one thing. They're still old the money or yeah. insurance covers it or whatever. But in this case... You're paying Giancarlo Stanton for a season, and if it's a shortened season, I feel kind of like the owners or the people writing the checks would feel like, well, we just paid this guy his value of what we agreed upon for a 162-game season, and he's only playing 80 games this season. So where do I get my 80 games back? Where do I get that money back? I think it's because nobody's making money right now that nobody gets paid. You know what I mean? No, I get that, but... It's guaranteed money. So I guess I'm, what I'm trying to say is who loses in the in the salary because either, either the, the player do. either the player's going to make the same amount of money for less games or not that much money because he didn't play the full extent of a season. Yeah, I, I think that's like some, I think some, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, somebody's losing. Somebody's going to lose. Somebody's going to lose. So like if if Giancarlo said to pay him 30 million for this season and his contract is worth 300 million and they don't play, he's only going to get paid 270 million. Or he's gonna get a cut of that one seventy million that they agreed on for everybody. Unless um, there's like some clause, unless there's like some clause in in the contract somewhere, like yeah. barring a pandemic, you're not gonna do this. There is and something. There is something out there. I don't know what it's called, but it's like an act of God clause or something. Like if if something, if there's a hurricane, or the, the or you know or a tornado and it tears up the stadium and you can't play the season. The team can exercise a clause in everybody's contract where they don't get paid. But I, I, I think it would look bad. And I think that the teams aren't going to take that kind of risk because it, the season is likely it should be able to start at some point. Hopefully. Hopefully this doesn't get worse, which it is going to get worse. But I mean, hopefully it doesn't turn, it doesn't get to the point where like we're socially distancing for fucking two years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That'd be, that'd be nuts. Yeah, your face says it all, CT. <laughs> yeah. um, the, the guys oh, that I feel sorry. I haven't shaved. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. You just look like I need to get the fuck out of this house already, man. I have hair growing in my neck down to here. That I haven't had that in years. Bar- that? Barbers are gonna be overwhelmed when when shit opens back up, man. Yeah, we're gonna have some crazy looking people. <laughs> I'm gonna give a crack at giving myself a hair a haircut a couple times before I Ooh. go out to the barber shop. If I'm here. Or am I going out anyways? I'm just going to continue wearing hats. Luckily, I got a haircut right before this all took place, and it hasn't gotten crazy yet. But I'm just going to keep wearing hats. And, nice, nice, nice. And let my wife do my little fake shape up because I don't have lines or anything. I just fucking just get the cra- get the ugly hairs out of the way. That's it. <laughs> um, the people that I feel sorry for in this whole scenario is minor leaguers because 
before the season started, Rob Manfred was talking about closing down a whole bunch of minor league teams. Um, that's a B. They don't get paid that much money to do this, and this is their only chance to 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 try to make it somewhere. And that's all being taken away right now. Like you know, you have those like uh the the Yankees have a catching minor leaguer. Can't remember what his name is. It's slipping my mind right now. But he's like thirty nine years old, and he's set to be like the third backup guy. Um, if Gary Sanchez gets hurt and Hagishioga, for example, gets hurt, this guy's only chance to make it to the show was this year, and it may not happen for him. So I feel bad for guys like that. That you know, the guys that make a ton of money, Giancarlo Stanton, like you said. I don't really feel so bad. They make they make enough money. They're fine. If anything, I feel bad for us that we're not getting to see them play, if anything. Um, but, yeah, yeah man, fact, this is crazy. The fact that some of that money is going to the high pay, higher paid players, too, I also feel like you yeah. know, they should just maybe. I wouldn't accept take- it. Personally, I, I think I would donate it to, like, a minor league fund or something. Or Yeah. Yeah, like I wouldn't accept it. If you're Mike Trout making forty million a year, you can't accept that money. <laughs> if you're Trout, yeah, if you're Trout that made forty million last year or whatever it was, if you're someone that made ten million last year, yeah, you probably shouldn't be taking that money. And if you need that money, then you need to hire yourself like a financial exactly. advisor. Talk to me. Here it is, CT. You need to hire. You ready for it? You ready for it? Alex Rodriguez. Exactly. There he is. Mentioned. We There's need a mention. sound. We need some sort of sound drop, yeah. something that uh-huh. when A Rod gets mentioned on this podcast, a little ticker says like "ding," like check, or maybe like some glorious sound effect, like a like a harp or something. Ah, every time you mention Alex Rodriguez, like the sound of God waking up in the morning. <laughs> you should try to capture that <laughs> that sound. Oh. Him waking up to a good. Spring spring morning where <laughs> baseball's on. It's a Sunday morning, God's day, uh, his day. That he good took morning. off for rest. Good morning, Earthlings. It's me, God. Ah <laughs> oh, man, I love A-Rod. <laughs> I noticed that he uh I, I think he, uh, he interviewed somebody the other day. Yeah, Robinson Cano. Yeah, man, I missed it, but the dynamic duo, man. Back in the day, third base shortstop, third base, second base. Yeah. Cano A Rod. Both of them. To play shortstop. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Derek Jeter's great though. Um, what else? Let's see what else is happening in the world of sports. Let me, let me look at some air out stats while you while you. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez. MLB MLB and Fanatics are using jersey uh, fabric to make hospital gowns and face masks for hospitals. Good shit on baseball for doing that. Um, baseball did something really cool the other day. I forgot about that. March twenty seventh, opening day. They did opening day at home. And they aired a whole bunch of top-rated games. And I don't know if you saw this, but they aired Astros-Nats Game 7. And people were live-tweeting it, and they were bashing the shit out of the Astros. That that team, I don't think people are going to ever forget. Like A lot of people seem to think, and I did for a while, that the Astros are benefiting from this, from this hiatus. When baseball is back in session, the only way they're going to benefit from any of this is if baseball starts playing in empty stadiums. Because if, if they're playing in full stadiums... People are not gonna forget. They're they're waiting yeah. to go after the Astros. I saw uh, someone. I forget who I was speaking to. They asked like, "You think people are still gonna be mad at the Astros when oh, yeah. baseball comes back?" And I'm like, "I think the Astros are gonna save baseball. Like the team that ruined baseball for the last two seasons because of their cheating habits is gonna save baseball mm-hmm. because if anything, people are. That's all everybody's gonna rally around. Yeah, it's gonna be like the. It's just gonna be like the greatest coming together of baseball fans minus Astros fans sorry for them but is Texas even 
hit hard by this coronavirus stuff? Are, are, I think they're holding up pretty good, right? I don't, I'm not sure. I know that New York City is like the hot spot. Then you have no, they're the worst. Yeah, it's Detroit, worst Michigan, and I think New Orleans is getting hit hard too. Yeah, but it's gonna hit everybody eventually. Um, yeah, it's just a but, matter of time. But but it's just crazy that this team is everyone's hatred towards that team is going to save baseball because mm-hmm. even whether it's by ratings with all the other stuff that's going to be going on when it finally does come back, it can be next year. It can, we can literally take a season off. Everyone is still going to make a count yeah. when the Astros are in town. Um, it might even span, you know, as long as Alex Bregman has, is wearing a uniform somewhere, he might be booed for the rest of his life. I don't know. Speaking of like Bregman, haven't oh, seen yeah. too much from him on Twitter anymore since this whole nah. thing happened. Yeah, man. See, I think guys like Altuve will eventually overcome. But if, if you're a guy like Bregman whose image was kind of being cocky and everything, like you're probably going to own that for the rest of your career. Truth. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so I know that Japanese baseball set to kick off in Korean baseball. If we don't have baseball for a while here. Why not just fucking start airing NPB games and Korean baseball games? I'd watch it. There's major Adam Adam Jones is playing in Japan now. You have guys like Justin Bohr out there. You have you have decent baseball players out there. Fuck it. I'll watch the Japanese baseball game. I'll watch it, but it won't be the same. It won't be the same, but I think you'll see recognizable faces. Um Plus, and I, it's I have, it's different. It's about fantasy, man. Like I need my I need yeah. my guys to go out there and I need to tally up the points and feel like i won something that day i did i'm sorry i'm sorry i did this to you man yeah man it was five years ago when manny asked me to join a fantasy baseball league and i was i was skeptical at first we played for no money and it was it was great man it drove me crazy but it was great and we've been in it since and this was going to be a very special season because of the whole astros thing and now we don't even get to put these guys to the test yeah man so and i remember after that first season you were Hell bent on not doing it again for a second. Yeah, I was season. like, I'm. I was like, screw this, man. <laughs> this is this is not worth the stress. It's only because I made it to the last, you know, the final game and lost. <sighs> but yeah, I I really at that point I didn't want to do it again. I was like, man, this was because I don't know if you remember, but we I spent a good chunk of the last month in August or so, August or September begging one of our members to give me his players and i was offering him trades i don't know if you remember this i do remember joey yeah and and it never he ended up just giving it away to our cousin for nothing when i was offering him trades and i was offering him like you know i, I forget what else i offered him <laughs> probably something beyond fantasy baseball like hey man i'll i'll pick you up from school or something like oh, I'll, t- <laughs> I'll take you to you know i'll take you to the library when you gotta go or something whatever i'll do your laundry but never yeah laundry all that shit <laughs> never answered a text, never answered an email. And then one day. He just gave those players away to my cousin. And yeah, yeah that, that's the stress that I had to go through that first season. That first season was <laughs> was something else, to say the least. Yeah. But since then, the season, the league has grown and it's almost too serious now. Uh, yep. To the point where enemies are made. and uh, Yep. And family relationships are tarnished forever. Yeah, I don't even see Manny anymore, man. Like, we used to... Hang out all the time. I moved the fuck out of there. As soon as we started, I was like, fuck <laughs> it. I'm going to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, um, all right. Have you watched Tiger King yet? 
on yes uh, i finished watching it i finished watching it i need your thoughts man i think uh carol whatever uh carol babbitts what was her name sure i'll take it the crazy lady the cat lady the the, cat lady uh, uh rescue big cat rescue you think she killed her husband I think she's the most guilty person in the whole thing. <laughs> the most guilty person in the whole thing. Because oh, man. it's funny how she came out on top and she had all the money to throw away to beat the cases. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Joe Exotic is innocent because they have him on tape saying that he wanted to kill her. He's a moron. He did himself. in. Yeah. But that guy's an idiot. Yeah. She, to me, is just she's not an idiot. But she's crazy. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? She's like insane. I feel like there's something wrong with her. The way that she'd spoken to the camera made me think that there was something wrong with her. Only to find out that she had all these, all this fortune to use. And that she's been using it to fight the whole thing. But she has cats in cages. Exactly. When she was so talking about saw, cats in cages and then she yeah. has her own cats in cages, I was like... When I saw that she had cats in cages, I was like, I don't get it. And then I, I really didn't, I, I didn't understand. Every, every episode was a different story. Yeah, she branded herself as a, as a cat rescue person, and Joe Exotic was an attention whore. He, he was a fucking country singer. He would put on performances for people. Shoot, she'd be shooting fucking uh, dummies with her face on it. Like yeah. he just did everything the wrong way, and he got involved with the wrong people. And for me, my biggest takeaway was it's to me, it's just crazy that this type of world exists out there and that that people there was one point where this guy was building. He built Joe Exotic like a studio or something. And he said that Joe Exotic only paid him like 30K, even though it was probably worth like 400K. But he yeah. didn't care because he gets to pet the tigers. I'm like, what the fuck? In what world yeah. do you want to pet tigers like it, like that badly? You know and what I mean? That sa- and in that, same, in that same breath, the the women that are all sleeping with these guys, <laughs> right? they get to pet tigers. I'm like, are you kidding me, man? Like, <laughs> I can't believe this. Both of them, uh, Joe Exotic was gay and the other guy wasn't. Yeah. Uh, I forget his name. The other, the other big cat guy, and he had multiple wives and shit. Multiple wives, and they were getting paid like a hundred dollars a month or a hundred dollars yeah. a week for labor. And then you got the Carol lady who was le- le- making people volunteer for work. So not only does she have cats, uh, in cages, people are working for her for free. And on top of that, she's the one that has technically the most money because it didn't look like Joe Exotic had that much money. But it, but it's crazy how, how people like this actually made a living, made thousands of millions of dollars. Oh, my God. But, yeah, man, I, I don't understand all these women that were willing to sleep with these people. Like, how, well, And how about Joe Exotic's husbands? Like weirdos, man. A bunch of some of these guys were like, you know, like decent, decent looking people younger and they're with this weird mullet having crazy guy who who it's not did you notice when he was singing the country songs that's not really his voice that's not even him singing (laughs) i didn't notice that i was like yo this is not him so my wife looked it up and it's it wasn't somebody else sings for him and he 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 um lip syncs over the over the voices that those those break those cuts to the music videos oh my God. were so funny 
It reminded me. I don't know why. It rem- kind of reminded me of the Screwball uh, documentary yeah. that we interviewed uh, the guys for. Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminded me a little bit of that, like the joke behind it. Like it was a serious story, but there was like a kind of like a funny. But I think he was serious. I think he really no, he was serious. He was serious. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, directed... I, fir- I thought it was a joke at first, but this is yeah. real. Whoever directed and cut the, you know, edited the whole thing oh, knew man. what they were doing when they at the timing of those music videos, and then. This is why I think that Carol lady was is insane because her music video that she paid for was weird as shit. Mm, yeah. It was like so random. <laughs> like there was it was really weird, man. I'm telling you. Oh I, man. I was I was mostly found it funny towards, you know, except for the spoiler alert, the one guy that committed suicide and then the lady that lost her hand. Yeah. But again, these people were working for like a hundred and thirty. And she went back. She she defended yeah. Joe Exotic, Joe Exotic, and then she went back to continue working for him. Like days like, after she lost her hand. Are we just spoiled here up in the north, man? Are I don't we, know, like, man. I think we're spoiled, man. I think we have no idea what it's like in Middle America or wherever the hell they were, Florida, whatever state they were in, because for people to be that passionate about that, mm-hmm. and then that one guy wasn't even getting paid. I think his his payment was being able to get leftover meat off that truck oh right <laughs> so yeah man I, I don't know oh my god i think all those guys were meth heads man and they were getting paid in, in meth it's crazy yeah it's i feel really bad i feel crazy. bad for them but i couldn't believe it and it, I, the the genius thing about netflix is that they don't announce that this shit is coming out but when you when you tune to netflix it's the first thing you see and i remember i think my wife and i were about to start watching We've been watching Shit's Creek, which is really good on on Netflix. And I saw the ad for it and I was like, we have to watch this shit. This looks fucking crazy. And the first episode hooked immediately. Like Tiger King. The craziest thing I've ever seen in my life, Tiger King. It has yep. to be the craziest documentary I've ever seen. I can't I can't think of another one. Maybe maybe crazier circumstances has happened in other documentaries, but just the 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 cast of characters and just how like I had no idea that that cats made grown ass man grown ass men turn into a bunch of little bitches and turned and and made women want to just give it up like here you go you can have it. I think that was the most surprising thing for me. One was finding out what these people were making. Two, finding out all the women that were dropping panties for these things. <laughs> Three, the fact that every t- big cat enthusiast in that show was batshit crazy Mm -hmm. on some level whether you're the guy that had eight wives whether you're the guy that wanted to hire a gun to kill someone whether you're the lady that you know is i honestly think she was she was the biggest i think she definitely killed her husband by the way i yeah i think i think she might have to the fact that and i gotta look i and i i gotta be honest with you once i watched it i did no further research i took it for what it was whatever they put in that netflix documentary I took that as the end all be all. <laughs> so I don't really know if that's an undiscovered case or if they made her look worse than she was. But the fact that that thing never got resolved and she had somebody like change up the will last minute and yeah. all that stuff. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious she was involved in some some way or another. Apparently, uh, there's a there's a podcast about it that came out like uh, five or six years ago. I never listened to it, but I, I was on Twitter the other day and the guy who made the podcast posted i i did a podcast about this an in-depth look into it about six years ago 
and it has more information into it. And I've been meaning to listen to it because I just I need to know more. Like I'm, this this is like a drug right now. Maybe the tigers are getting to me. Um, but yeah, there is there is a podcast out there that has more information apparently. Yeah, and by the way, I I do think tigers and lions all I think they're amazing creatures. Like they are No way I'm touching them though, ever. No, I would not be like when the part where he got the part where he got bit in the leg and dragged by that one tiger. Yeah. It was kind of sad honestly like when I think about it because that guy's like a kind of a loser the way that they they started painting him towards the end. Mm-hmm. And the fact that everybody testified against him towards the end as well. Uh but it was also kind of funny how like he was just getting dragged by this tiger. <laughs> I didn't even know that people collected tigers in this country. I knew that. Like they're selling they they were selling these tigers. Yeah, like there's more tigers them? in the United States than in there Africa. is in the world or something. Yeah, it was some crazy stat like that. Who do you who do you think burnt down the uh the alligator house? I, I think it was Joe Exotic. I think it was Joe Exotic too. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. It's insane. It's really crazy. Um, what else? What else? I started rewatching The Wire, and I'm ready to proclaim it the greatest show of all time. That show's so fucking good. My God, you gotta rewatch. You gotta watch. I mean, you never watched it, right? I gotta watch it. I should have watched it when we had HBO Go, but we don't have that no more. So good, man. Yeah, so I'll, good. I'll, I'll try to figure out a way to, uh, you know. So, watch it. how many times have you left the house since uh, the coronavirus outbreak? I'm gonna go by when my when my company urged people to work from home, which was exactly two weeks ago, Friday. So, all right, Friday, two weeks before that. So, two Fridays before last Friday. Since then, I've left the house. We had a scrimmage that weekend. Uh, then I left the house. Literally, I'm counting it. Scrimmage. Bought this PC that I have in my room right now. Left another time to buy a webcam that I'm using right now. And I think I left like two more times to go grocery shopping or something. Yeah. That's it. Like maybe five times, six times. Same here. I think I I went when they announced that they were closing liquor stores. I went to the liquor store um, and yeah. I've been food shopping two or three times, too. Um, but other than that, we go for walks around the neighborhood Stay in the backyard. Um, that's about it. This is this is insane, man. The, the times that we're living in are just are just bananas. And um, it's I, like we yeah we all knew we all knew the world is. And again, I think it's just something with age. Like I think every generation goes through where they look at the younger generation, and think like, oh, this is getting out of hand. This is crazy. Or you look at the older older generation, you think to yourself like, wow, these people are so like out of touch and everything like that. But like, I don't think anyone could ever imagine having this. And the fact that people are still uh, taking it lightly, like kind of like wanting to prove others that this is a hoax or this is like a lie or this is overreacting like that. That's why we're going to end up being on lockdown for a long time. There's no other way to, when there's no other way to contain it, they're going to have to force us to, to contain ourselves like in our in our house right in our house in our homes yeah so i think it's i think one of the sh- most shocking things is that people are still you know pushing their limits with this and not not being responsible enough to like quarantine themselves like people are throwing block parties people want to have parties people want to get together people want to visit each other mm-hmm. i think that's one of the most alarming things yeah as well like it's it's hard. It's hard when you're when you're stuck at home, 
and you're told that you can't leave. Like, I, there's times where I don't see my parents for a month or two months. And those times I don't really think about it so much. In a time like this, that I know I can't go see them, it's like worse for some reason. But yeah. you got to fucking do what you got to do and you stay home because this shit is never going to end. I mean, if if we continue at this rate, we're going to be in social lockdown for fucking months. You know what I mean? And if we all just make like China and quarantine in our houses and, and are forced not to leave the house, restrictions could start being implemented within like a month or so. You know what I mean? And it won't be so bad. But people just don't. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um I see that the some posts people are putting on social media was nice on someday this weekend. I can't remember where it was in New York. I think it was Peter Rosenberg, actually, um, from ESPN Radio and Hot 97. And he took a video of, of outside of his apartment building. People are congregating all over the basketball courts. And, and I'm like, what the fuck, people? Like, just stay the fuck home, man. And and the thing that sucks is, like, we we the other time last time we recorded i think we said that it's it's actually kind of good that we're able to stay home and the weather's nice the weather's only going to keep getting nicer mm-hmm. and people are not people aren't going to go out even more i feel like they're going to feel like you know maybe they're not getting congregating together but they're at least going to be going out more maybe by themselves to the park before you know it things are going to be kind of normal um i guess in china they force people to stay in like yeah. They patrol the streets and force me to stay. It's a communist. It's a communist country. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't want that here. I don't want that here either. But man. let me ask you something. If the, if it the works, people, though. it so, worked though, didn't it? It did work. So we're we're uh we're the United States of America. We're a free society. We're a democracy. This, this, and that. Um, should we let the people decide? Like, like if the majority of the people say, "Fuck it, let it just take its toll on us. We want to live our lives. We want to be free." Should should government just say okay, fine then, just be outside then? You're saying that should we the people have the right to leave our house or yeah. nobody nobody's taking away your right to to not leave your house. By the way, if you leave your house today and start congregating with somebody, you might get the cops come and tell you to go home or whatever. I don't think they're going to arrest you or anything. Um, yeah. I might be wrong on that, but um, you're saying like have the right if. That the give the government the right to contain us. No, I'm saying, would you would you prefer that they didn't even tell us what to do? Like, I if don't know how to answer. If we're truly free, right? And yeah. I'm sounding like I that that I believe in this, and I don't. If anything, I I'm almost at a point now where I think the government should say, if you're not home, we're gonna have to lock your ass up because this shit is never gonna end. But yeah. we are a democracy, and and we're built upon the the idea and the concept that we have free will and we could do whatever we want. I mean, you can't go and kill somebody or whatever. But should you be allowed to leave your house if you want to and not be bothered for it and say fuck it? I I I'm free. I want to be out here. If I have coronavirus, fuck it. If I die, fuck it. It's my choice. You well, know, that's what I'm the thing. Like I I think that um I don't think there's a right answer because on the one hand. I wouldn't like policemen or the army to be outside of our door. And if we step outside, they have the right to put a bullet in us or, or take us to jail. Which, by the way, outside. apparently they're doing that in the ER. Uh, they're, they're imposing oh. strict uh, Domin- curfews and they're arresting people if they're out on the streets. Yeah, my friend, my friend in the Dominican Republic who I spoke to earlier said that if you're out on the street past eight, 
they'll they'll lock you up. Yeah. Past eight. Past eight. Which I don't even understand that rule, to be honest. Me neither. I don't get it. Like, the, the coronavirus doesn't, you know, it, it's not like, ah, it's eight o'clock now. Time to time to start infecting some people. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't, I, I don't know. But um, back, back to the, what you were saying before. So, I don't want to... I don't want the government to have to have the ability to big brother us and keep us in lockdown and, you know, monitor our every moves. But on the other hand, this thing is so contagious and people aren't people themselves aren't being responsible enough to do it themselves. So if that if that day ever came, I feel like the people that are already doing taking the right precautions will be okay. People that aren't will be the ones to suffer. That's not going to be me because I felt like I've done my part in not in keeping myself socially distant. Right. So I don't think there's a right answer, but I can't ignore the fact that it worked in China. Yeah. And that here we are in a worse state and we might end up in a worse state. So no, I don't want I don't want it to be that way, but I also can't ignore that it worked. We have the most cases in the world in the United States already. Um, yeah, and and it's and it's and it's messed up because you look at any communist country, they have positives, but the biggest negative is that you know the negatives. The negatives are always going to be there. The biggest negatives, but they might have like who knows, like education might be through the roof or something. They might have like the best healthcare system or some shit. I don't know, but. The end of the day, no, nah, I wouldn't sacrifice my freedom for that. Then again, it worked. Yeah, <laughs> in China. And the thing too is, I think uh, part of the problem too is that when this all started, the initial the initial belief was that the elderly were the most pe- the people that were mostly at risk, and that's not necessarily the case. Um, the age range, I'm not sure off the top of my head. I'm sorry, I don't have the information right in front of me, but it's younger than what was normally anticipated and it's mostly male and every data point that you've seen to this point males are more at risk and it's a younger age group so um if you don't think that you can be impacted by this you can be and if you still feel the need to go out and congregate and share a fucking hookah and shit stop because we gotta we gotta stop this shit i need to get the fuck out of this house already people all right yeah please it's your fault it's your fault america i blame you america all you guys had to do was stay home. Easiest thing it, you've ever been asked to do in your entire life, people, is stay the fuck. Keep home. it shut. Keep it shut for two weeks. And by you the way, do- if if there is a time that you want to be locked up at home, now's the time. You have Netflix. You have Hulu. You have everything you need at your fingertips to be fucking entertained. I would give anything. I have two young girls right now, so I can't really. There's not much time where I could spend just doing whatever the fuck I want. But I would give anything to. To have a little bit, of, a little bit more freedom, so I could just lay on my fucking bed and watch TV all fucking day. So yeah, man. So please do it for me, all right? For those of you, for those of you that are, you know, that have the free time, do something that is random. Like I started two YouTube channels in the last two days. <laughs> like I might only upload that one video, but it's there. I mean, pick up a hobby, an instrument. Uh, grow your hair, grow your beard hair out. If you're a girl, do it too. Like, yeah, go, fuck go it. Let's nuts. see how far it can go, man. Do some like dye your hair. I don't know. I need to know Fucking... about this YouTube channel. What what is it? Talk to us, man. Oh man, uh, let's see here. I started a gaming channel, so ah. I started Twitch. First of all, I think I think the universe knows what it's doing, man. Because I tried to get away from video games over the last year. Yeah, and then I ended up buying MLB the Show. 
pre-ordered it before it came out. So I'm hooked. I play a lot of that. There's a free version of Call of Duty that I'm playing a lot right now. Um, video games are life training, man. And I figured if I'm going to be playing video games, I might as well, you know, try to stream, maybe catch an audience. So, yeah. And another video that I started is I uploaded a, a video of me playing my bass guitar back there. A slap at the bass, man. Yeah, man. Pretty good. Finally proud that I was able to do that. But again, this is because of the quarantine. Yeah. So, you know. Do it, man. You got to do what you yep. got to do. Yep, yep, yep. My daughter um, is starting to understand how shows are made and stuff, which makes me very proud because that my dream is to be a filmmaker or whatever, write stuff. And she wrote a show yesterday, and we made we she drew little pictures. And you know, they're not great or anything, but we made a little TV show for her. And we're gonna I'm gonna start a YouTube channel with her. Keep her busy. It keeps me busy. Um, and she's starting That's to nice. understand how things work a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Because for a while, she thought that the cartoons were real. Like there were, there's a world out there with cartoon people. You know, I don't think I ever thought that. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, you knew from the start. Crazy? You knew from the start that somebody was drawing and doing voiceovers. Uh, I don't remember having a thought where I thought they were real. Maybe like until I saw Space Jam, I was like, "Holy shit." So you're calling my daughter a fucking moron, basically. No, I'm saying her her imagination is way better than mine. Is what I'm saying. Okay, I got you. She does. That's have, what I'm saying. She does have a pretty good imagination. Uh, Listen, I don't want to brag, but I read I read One Fish, Two Fish. Ah, Red, Red Fish, Fish Blue, Blue Fish, Fish, classic. When I was in kindergarten, I was the first one to learn how to read it. Wow. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to brag. Teacher's bet. Um, I just saw a tweet here. If you can go back and give a single athlete a clean bill of health for their career, who would you choose hey, and why? I knew you were gonna go there. Why wouldn't I, man? I knew you were gonna go there, man. I might. Go. If anybody says if you if you can give an athlete uh, one billion dollar ch- paycheck, I'm giving it to him. <laughs> he needs it. He could use it. So can Arod do wrong? Any wrong in your eyes? Yes. When the biogenesis scandal went down, were you defending him? No, I was. Yo, trust me, I was heartbroken when Arod got caught. First time, a lot. Second time, more frustrated than heartbroken, but still heartbroken. Okay. All right. I'm not saying the guy's perfect, but he can do a lot wrong. Yeah, he could beat J-Lo. Like, he could wow. punch yeah. him in the face. That would be bad. That would be bad. I think that yeah. could be the last straw for him. Um, I don't know. Barry Bonds? Clean bill of health for Barry Bonds? Yeah, man. He's, he's, the, he's the home run leader. Single season and, and I know, time. but just, like, like, let him redo it and not do steroids. Just... Let's start up. Let's start from the beginning again, and this time just do it clean all the way through, so we can appreciate your greatness, man. Barry Bonds was great before two thousand and one, and people don't give him credit for that shit, and it pisses me off. He was fucking. He well, was a I, beast, man. He was on his way to be one of the greatest of all times, and he he could have he could have ended up still being the greatest of all time had he not done steroids. Well, how do you think I feel when I have to hear Yankee fans talk shit about A Rod when the guy won two MVPs? I'm not one of those Yankee fans. I don't understand. I don't understand why Yankees fans give A Rod shit. The guy was a beast for us. Yeah, and he moved over for fucking Derek Jeter, even though he was better than Derek Jeter. Um, He, I can't complain, man. People need to stop bitching. Exactly, man. That's exactly. You okay there? (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) Same thing with Giancarlo Stanton. People give Giancarlo Stanton a lot of shit. And I'm like, yes, I understand that he makes a lot of money. I understand that he was injured for an entire season pretty much last year. 
but don't you want him to succeed? Don't you want to see the best version of Giancarlo Stanton? Why are you exactly. fucking bashing this guy nonstop? Let let's exactly let's rally behind this dude. That's the that's the problem. See, the problem with baseball is this: that hat you're wearing right now represents a team where it's where it's fans don't know how to win. They when they win, they don't know what to do with themselves. The Yankee the Yankee fan, in some ways, is worse because. They want to win so badly that they almost sabotage themselves because they start fucking booing their their best players, which you know impacts them on the field. They're fucking brats, and they, they want everything. And you can't have everything, Yankee fans. So cut the shit already. Fuck. Sorry, man. That's why I'm a Bills fan, man. We I was told to stop cursing by my wife, and I just can't stop, man. Yeah, I curse a lot, too, man. I got I to gotta cut it out, especially since I'm playing video games now, Damn. too. Again. Shit. Just let it out, man. <sighs> Sorry. Barry Bonds, 1993 season, 458 on base, 677 slugging. The guy was a fucking beast before steroids. Give him his credit. Put him in the Hall of Fame. All right. Now, if you can bring a player back from the dead, like, who would you who would you bring back? Um, That's a hard one. It has to be Babe Ruth. To play in today's generation? Back from the dead, babe. Actually, you know what? Let me ask a better question. Any player in history to play in today's Major League Baseball today? I'm not going to say A-Rod because I saw A-Rod already play this <laughs> generation. Bo Jackson, probably. Bo Jackson's a good one. Yeah, man. He was a beast. I like it. I'm going to say Roberto Clemente. Yeah. Or. All right, Pete. Who's this guy? Uh. Who's the Black Babe Ruth? The guy that they always call the Black Oh, Babe. yeah. Um, Would have been good to see that guy. His name is at the tip of my tongue. Sammy Swami Sim, Sim, <laughs> Samsonite? Sam, <laughs> 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 is it true that they're coming out with Ace Ventura 3? I heard something about that. I don't know how I feel about it, though. I know, man, because Dumb and Dumber 2 was not... Um, don't watch it. Don't I haven't watch watched it. it yet. I won't do it. Watch it. Now that you're home, watch it. Mm. You have time to kill. I I thought I for a while I thought oh. I thought that I was gonna watch Game of Thrones and I'm not gonna I'm not, I'm not even gonna bother anymore. Um, Maybe. what the fuck is his name? Uh, Joe John Gibson? Bob? Not Bob Gibson. He's a Bob pitcher. Gibson. Bob Gibson. No, not Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson was a pitcher. Something Gibson. Negro leagues. Let's check, let's check out Negro leagues. Josh Gibson. Josh. Gi- Josh Gibson. Josh Gibson. Josh. <laughs> Josh Gibson, known as the Black Babe Ruth. In fact, uh, let's see here. I'd like to see Sandy Koufax pitching. He's still alive, though. That's good. Well, it, it, it could be alive or dead. Just to play in today's game would be good. Um, Juan Marichal, I'd like to see Juan Marichal pitch. I it's mean, funny. On I week, could watch on Juan Marichal pitch if I wanted to. Juan Marichal? I just like it's his funny. wind up and that high leg kick and... In Wikipedia, if you look up Josh Gibson, it says home runs. It has like the little north, like the ex- the exponent, mm-hmm. the carrot. Eight hundred to one thousand. Eight hundred to one thousand. <laughs> I would nah, love no to way. watch it. I would have. Yeah, you're right. I would have loved to watch him pitch. And and the other dude, um, that the book was about the pitcher and the dictator. Sen- uh. Oh my God! What was his name? Yo, we are horrible. Satchel Page. Satchel Page. He would have been cool to watch too. So, 
we're all over the place, but I don't care, man, because oh, yeah. I got stuff to say, and I know we're trying to wrap this up in a little bit, but I don't watch that many movies anymore because I stopped watching movies around the time that all these Avenger movies were coming out. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the at that point, the last four, three, three to four movies that I had watched were like Thor, Iron Man 3. And I was just like, man, I am I am sick of giving two plus hours mm-hmm. because these movies are pretty similar. Mm-hmm. And I just don't I'm not feeling it anymore. And it got to a point where I didn't want to have to give. You know, two hours. Sit there and watch a movie for two hours. I'd rather watch like a show or something, even though the time is going to be a lot longer uh i'd rather watch a show because the show has like stories like characters right. are developed whatever so i i don't really watch movies anymore but i i try to watch like movies i've already watched here and there it's because i know i'm gonna like it so basically i have been staying away from watching movies that i have no background knowing about what it's about and then yesterday me and my brother woke up and we we're just like you want to watch a movie it was like 11 a.m or something in the morning not that we had just woken up but you know later on gotcha <laughs> i understand i understand <laughs> uh we we decided to watch this movie on netflix and i realized like oh man i wanted to watch this it's called the platform look at it let's look at the trailer and the trailer looks that's ah, whatever but i'm like fuck it man let's watch it that Ooh. movie made absolutely no sense <laughs> can't believe you took a chance on that kind of movie man yeah and bro i'm like i'm telling you like i do you want to know what it's about? Or are you trying yeah, to watch it Yeah, I, I think I saw the picture of it and I immediately skipped it. <laughs> All right. So stop me if I'm dragging this story on too much. But basically, you're, there's levels. It's like a pillar level, right? There's just like all these different levels and, and stuff. And there's a square cutout in the middle of each level. And it's you, you find out that there's 200. No, there's like over 350 levels, right? Mm-hmm. And people go there either as a form of punishment or in this case, the main character's reason for going there was he was going to spend six months there in exchange for uh, a degree, like a a degree from a college program or something. Um, And basically, you're you're on this level. He starts off like at level 21 or something. And there's this thing that comes down the middle you know in the square cutout and it's filled with food but it only stays there for like 30 seconds or mm-hmm. something so the people at the top get to eat the best food but once it passes like 50 there's like no food left everybody's being greedy everybody eats their own food if you keep any of the food they turn up the heat or they turn down the heat so that you're forced to give up the food that you kept so no food stays with the people, but they get to eat as much as they can get their hands on, basically. And yeah, man, it's pretty much how you expect it. Like they try to teach you the life lessons of like, I guess, like how this country is just stuffing their faces versus people not getting mm. a chance to eat at the bottom. Gotcha. But the way that they showed you that wasn't the way I would have gone about it. And, you know, it goes over, it goes to a point where people start eating each other. Oh, like, my God. That's <laughs> really graphic. Wow. It just doesn't make any sense. Because they show you clips of, like, this restaurant making food 24-7. And they make you think that the top chef is, like, an important guy. But you never see the guy for the rest of the movie. There's a little baby somewhere in the, in the thing, like, at level 333. Surviving, mind you. Surviving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's, like, a bottomless pit that 
you never you never find out what's lifting the thing up and down. You never find out find out who owns it. If and, it's the government. And this is a, a Netflix com- movie. It's a complete waste of time, but you should watch it. Oh, it's okay. a complete waste of time. Hmm. Maybe you can make sense of it. I don't know. Like I I, I kinda uh, wanna watch it now, but I I, I don't know, man. It seems like it seemed like one of those movies that my dad would like, hmm. you know, because it doesn't have a real story to it. There's just a lot it's of just shit kind of happening. showing you like a guy eating a guy's foot. <laughs> oh my god! You know, it's stuff like that. It doesn't. It just doesn't really. I don't know. It's it's all over the place, man. I finally got around to watching um, Knives Out, which I, I didn't get to watch during Oscar season. And that was really good. You should watch it if you could find a place, a, a way to watch that for free. Watch it. Um, even if you pay for it, fuck it. Pay for it. It's worth it. It's a good movie. movie. What's that about, by the way? Knives Out is... I don't know if you ever watched Clue back in the day. Um, it's similar to Clue. It's it's a murder mystery. takes place in a house. But it's more modern. And, and the guy who plays James Bond is in it. He plays a detective or like a private detective or whatever. It's actually really entertaining. I, I liked it a lot. It, it goes by really fast. And I've also been doing a lot of rewatching. I, I rewatch, like I said, I'm rewatching The Wire. Um, I'm catching up on shows that I haven't watched. Another good thing that <clears throat> people should be fortunate or should feel fortunate about going through this, why it should be a little bit easier for people, is that there's a lot of new shows out too. There's uh, The Walking Dead is back, so that's on every week. You have shows like Better Things is pretty good on Hulu. I mean, on FX. This is Us. I'm kind of sick and tired of that shit, but. Um, <laughs> I never watched that show. Oh, my God, man. I started watching it the first year because of the whole dad story with, you know, my wife liked it. And then now I'm, I'm, the, I'm the type of person that if I start watching something, I can't I need to finish. It. I need to see it all the way through. And, you know, and I, it's like I, I want to just stop watching it so bad. Same thing with Walking Dead. I want to stop watching it so bad. I was just about to say that I think this is the perfect time for me to get back into Walking Dead because the last time I watched it was like season six. It's too much Negan. going on, man. And. Back to what you're saying, where you watch something and you have to finish it. I was just like that until I watched Dexter, and then I'm like, "Not, nah, I need to know when to. I need to trust my instincts and just and say just, like, I'm yeah. okay with this." Yeah, which is the, why I stopped watching The Walking Dead. The, but I'm gonna probably finish watching it. The way Dexter ended was bullshit. The man. worst. And real quick, but before I ask you, did you ever watch the movie Snatch? Hell yeah, love that movie. Guy Ritchie, right, good, Brad Pitt. Yeah, I I, I figured you like that movie, and I was I just happened to see it on IMDb. Great movie. So I was like, you know what? Man, you would like that. It's very fast-paced. I watched it. Oh, you did? Okay, that was a great yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I like that movie. So the platform has a 7 out of 10 rating in I'm see- IMDb. I'm seeing them as 73, 73 Metascore. That's a, crazy. Is, is the 73 good? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's decent. You got to watch this movie then because I need a second opinion. I need to know if, 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 if I was the only one. I mean, when I watch a movie with my brother, we're on our phones a lot. Maybe I missed a big chunk mm. of the movie. Oh, it's so, a Spanish film. It is. Yeah, it was dubbed. It was dubbed. The, like Netflix has an English dubbing. Maybe that's why I found it kind of weird. Well, okay. So I, when my, before this whole coronavirus thing happened, my dad had gotten sick and I went to go stay with him for a few days. And we started watching Narcos on Netflix and we watched a movie on Netflix. It was a Spanish movie, but for some reason it was, there was like a narrator or something. And I kept saying like, why this narrator is just telling me everything that's happening in the movie. What happened was my parents had set it to the audio settings to narrate, I guess for like deaf people or something. 
So it ruined the whole movie experience for me. Like halfway through, I figured it out, turned it off, and then the movie was fine after that. So maybe it was on some weird setting for you or something. I don't know. Um, I'm going to check it out, man. Fuck it. This this isn't the kind of movie my wife would like. It sounds like it's a horror movie. Horror-ish. Nah. Look. Look at this. User review. However, the ending does not match the expectations. Plot holes are an issue. An issue that can be filled with interpretations. But I still think they could have delivered. See, the thing is that they, yeah, there's too many plot holes, man. It's like called at one time. It's called the hoyo, el hoyo in Spanish. El hoyo, yeah. I'm gonna check it out. Uh, yeah, honestly, man, watch it while you're like washing dishes or something. Don't watch it when you're like ready to watch something and be entertained. Just watch it passing by. Don't give it, you know. Tell me what you think. And then if it's not good, I'm gonna blame you. Yeah, sure. Uh, Just kidding. I'll, I'll live with that for the rest of my life. All right, man. I think we've dragged this on <laughs> long enough. Hey, man, we beat this so hard. We beat this thing, yeah. Um, so I hopefully I should be all set up here officially tomorrow, and we should start doing our. We're planning on doing like a nightly YouTube recap of the day or something. I'm thinking of some names. You know, there's 108 stitches in the baseball. Maybe it could be called 108 stitches, but what would the 108 represent? 108 seconds is too short. Hmm. 90 feet between bases, 360 total, 360 seconds as well, like six minutes. We could do a six-minute recap. You did a whole lot of math there, man. Right? Thank you. Um, We'll figure something out, but we're going to have something for you guys on a regular basis uh, quite soon. And, yeah, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at manigo 3 Follow the Welcome to the Show page on Twitter and Instagram at WTTheShow. CT at Hova Mojo. CT. Peace.